All right. So this is new. <laughs> sitting in here, I'm sitting with Jackson Cord, and this is the first one of these to be published. There's obviously more to come. Started uh, with what happened at the PGA show at my cocktail party when I let you handle the mic. But uh, we've had so much cool response to the tour coach, which blows my mind, uh, that they've wanted more content and more podcasts. And so we're starting to have little tour coach minis that are going to come out two times a week, which are going to be little mini segments in which Jackson Court or myself, I'm going to do some, but Jackson's going to do the majority of them. Going to sit down with people and places, or people at places, and uh, that he travels and that he knows, or that we are, and talk to him for ten, twelve minutes, and kind of get a little, uh, just a little mini lesson. So yeah. I'm on the first one, and uh, we're going. to, You know, it's a little ten minute or or what did I call it this weekend? A potty, potty. <laughs> a potty. <laughs> uh, so all. First of all, thanks for doing this for us. Well, it's my pleasure. And it's going to be fun. We're going to have some cool things. I know uh, coming down the pike, you've got a you've got a cool one with Mark Hackett, uh, Dan Terleski, um, Luke Guthrie, and I anticipate Coop making an appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to get a bunch of players and some cool things that you're at an awesome place at Atlantic Beach where you're going to have access to a lot of cool people. Uh, I would imagine a Wayne Flint and a Woody appearance yeah. will happen. But uh, anyway, so, man, this is awesome. I'm pumped. Thanks. First of all, I appreciate the opportunity. And it has been really cool to see all the feedback of the tour coach mm-hmm. and how it's evolved. Um, lots of good info, great people as well. And so if there is any feedback, I like constructive criticism. So anything we can do different or more of or less of as we go forward, I'm I'm all in. Yeah, I I agree with that. And I think one of the things is we start having people wanting more stuff, more. And you look at the people out there that do great podcasts. There's so many of them, right? And, and, you know, our goal is to be more consistent and have more stuff out there. Got a shout out to Clint Crouch, our producer, who actually this actually was his idea, to be totally fair. But uh, anyways, we're excited about it. Going to be some more stuff. Can't We got to thank before we get I mean, our sponsors have been great. Whether it's Shrik, you're obviously a big Shrikson guy like myself. Shrikson Cleveland Golf, um, Buick's been great to me. Uh, Vineyard Vines, Bushnell's still such a huge part of what we do. So we're going to have some fun with this. Mm-hmm. Going to let I, I, one of the cool things is going to let you run with it a little bit, and whoever the hell you want to put on, you put on, and I'll still be putting out. We'll you know we're going to put out the big one on Mondays, and then the minis on Wednesdays and Fridays. So be plenty of tour coaching. Yeah, it's an awesome branch to see from what you did years ago. When did you start the original Dew Sweepers radio show? Because that's really how this yeah, evolved. That's all how it started. So it was like 20, probably 20 years ago, right okay. at 20. And it started on Fort Walton Beach down when I was in Destin. Uh, and uh, the guy that got me started it is in prison now. And the guy that owned that radio station should be in prison now. And, uh, I mean, really. And, uh, I mean, anyways, but, uh, I learned a lot. Ralph Carroll, I think you've met Ralph over the ages, became a radio partner on the radio show. And 
and it went on PGA Tour radio, and I think we were on for close to 16 years, 15, 16 years. It was the longest it was, running. It was the longest at the time, longest running instructional show. And I, Michael Breed since for sure taken that place, and, man, he deserved, he done, he's done amazing. He's been on the podcast. He was on my radio a bunch of times. I've been fortunate to be on his stuff. Um, but, uh, anyways, a lot of cool stuff, so looking forward to it. What yeah. are we going to talk about for a few minutes? I mean – I love the curiosity and how it started too, right? You would interview people just to get knowledge and insight. And I think we're going to continue that. That's my goal. Well, when I started with the dew sweepers and, you know, first of all, like this is a good story. You'll love this. I was on the, I was on central time zone. Mark Wood was on Eastern time zone. So he had a radio show and I think it was called, I don't know what it was, but whatever it was like sporting news, radio, something. Anyways, so on the way to the studio, I would listen to Woody's show. Okay. And I would just kind of regurgitate a lot of the <laughs> shit I heard Woody say. Um, I was brand new at it. And, uh, you know, so I'd never forget the first time we did the show. And it was live radio. And that thing goes on. And, uh, and like, you'd think talking for 12, 14 minutes straight by yourself doesn't seem that big but it's really intimidating once you get in there to do it and uh chip holcomb was one of my first guests uh, chip holcomb at that time was single and we gave away a date with chip because he was a very stop we he was you know he was a, he no. was a single guy and the and somebody we said we're gonna give it a third call third caller was a guy <laughs> And he took a wedge instead, and that's the <laughs> happiest Chip's ever been to give away a 60-degree. And uh, so, uh, anyways, you know, but, like, I had, obviously, in the early days, Woody was on, Chip was on all the time, and that's how we started the Cleveland Golf at that time, Shrixon Cleveland Golf Tip of the Week. That started my relationship with Shrixon Golf and Cleveland Golf and Eddie Dry back then and the folks that you hear. So, you know, we've stayed pretty – Loyal. I mean, we haven't changed. I mean, if you look at the thing, we haven't changed sponsorship. We probably could have made more money if we'd changed some sponsorships along the way. And I mean, I don't mean that towards anybody we've got. I'm just saying, like, we kind of just never really chased that, mainly because it was just a mom and pop deal, right? Yeah. Um, the loyalty's big across the board. Oh yeah. I you know look, I've been with. I've got the best sponsors and the best companies to be with. Uh, Obviously, Shrixon Cleveland Golf with Chip and Eddie, Mason, Noel, and and uh, Rodney been phenomenal to me for all these years. And, uh, you know, Buick, Mitch McConnell and Mobile and uh, Flo and the folks at, uh, you know, at Buick GMC have been such longstanding partners. And then you had Bushnell in there with Ryan Fisher and the folks and, uh, you know, and then you add, you know, Ian and the folks at Vineyard Vines, Amber Fulton, I mean, they take great care. I mean, I'd like to say they make me look good, but, like, you know, they make me look okay, right, best I could look. But so we've had – anyways, loyalty is a big deal. I think we've had good people part of the journey, and you're another part of this journey. You've been with me for a good while now. I've watched you grow from Lakewood and all, you know, and how good you did there. And, and I still say you were the best thing that Lakewood ever had. and. Uh, and then you went with me to Fred and, and then now you found your own, which I think is the, you know, is the natural 
course for a teacher. You know, I did that under HJ and I was with him at Sandestin and went to Santa Rosa where I had so many great friends, the Michael Hennigers and the Crawford Sandifers and, uh, you know, those people that I was so close with there, there was so many good people and, and then went to mobile, but like, you know, Hank was with me part of the time at Santa Rosa and then I kind of went on my own. And so like, I think history repeats itself in certain ways and that's kind of what's happened with you. And, and, and the same thing we're going, you know, with Morgan, Morgan's mm. been with me 11 years and, you know, it's interesting. It's an interesting time now in golf, golf instruction and where we are in our careers and, you know, uh, people have great opportunities when they do great things, and you and Morgan are, are two of the best. Well, uh, that's because of your help. I tell that to everybody, and um, I would be nowhere without your guidance, and also the the team around you, like a lot of these people you've you've spoken about, that will be brought to these mini pods, these potties, the potties. Yeah. So, um, you know, I heard this once. If you ever fail, you accept responsibility, and if you're given credit, you pass credit on to where it's due. And I would be nowhere without your mentorship and, and all of the time and effort you've poured into me, even the the darn 10-minute phone calls to and from work. I, I don't know how much. Well, I, I enjoy those. I appreciate those, and I learn a ton. Well, I, I learn more than you. Um I think I we're always trying to learn, and uh, you know we've had fun. Oh right? my god! You know, a blast. And and I got to say, this weekend, as you get older, and I'm sure other teachers that listen to this can identify. But you know, uh, I'm sure Jim McLean and uh, some of those guys can identify. Uh, but like this weekend, it was you and Morgan and I in the in the golf studio teaching full swing together and i had a ride it was one of my favorite days i've ever had teaching right that was so fun. the three of us we had the wingman mini wingman going with some good tunes and uh and we taught nine really cool juniors had had fun we used the pivot pack a little used bit the pivot pack a little bit and then we got on their ass today it was, bit, was i good, love I that so i thought it was good and that's a part i'm not great at yet is being hard on them i wasn't good at it for a long time and I was today, and I took a each time. You know, we had somebody in the bay. We work with them for a little bit, and we had to switch quick because weather was coming in. I'd walk out with them to get the next kid in, and and when we were when we were hard on them, as I was walking out and taking them to the putting green, I told them why we were hard on them, and it's because these kids, number one, they're really good, and they're good young now, as Luke had touched on in the podcast. Um. So I think getting on them and using that as motivation, but figuring out how each person needs that motivation, that little tidbit, mm-hmm. and also kind of coming alongside them and being a little bit of a cheerleader at the same time. Yeah, and time. I think, you know, two interesting people or for you to, if you were going to do these, would be, you know, Bobby Wyatt, Robbie Shelton, mm-hmm. right? Because those are two people. I mean, I don't work with Robbie anymore, but Bobby – but he, but he was with me for so long. And Bobby, like, to see how – like, I think when you're a younger teacher and you get really talented young folks, I think it's harder to be hard on them, hmm. right? I think I'm way harder, way saltier, way crustier now with these kids and these good young players than I am – than I was back then, you right? You need to shut up and keep working. And I – yeah, and I and – I, and, I, and I, you know, I saw, you sometimes wonder if I wouldn't have been better for them if you'd have been – further along but i think everybody finds their 
water level in their place. But uh, these are going to be fun. Um, let's do one or two good questions, and then we'll wrap it up. We don't want to go too long on the first one. These are going to try to keep yeah. it around 10, 12 minutes. But you want to run into part two after this? We're already at 12 minutes. Ah, let's just do well, let's, let's just on. do one. Yeah, we, we got this whole thing staged. Okay. I mean, I think my first question is like as you continue to learn, like what what's the curiosity that continues that drive? Man, I didn't know you were gonna ask me tough shit. I'm ready to go back to the bar. <laughs> um, Meet up the sailor. Yeah. Say long, uh, but uh, uh, what? I I don't know. I just I have this in deep fear that I'm always not doing my best, hmm. right? And I'm always worried that I, you know, I'm always worried I'm not living up to what somebody wants or what some somebody expects. I'm always afraid to disappoint people. Um, what they need but you know just in general yeah and and so i mean that probably like you could, i mean greg carton could analyze that shit and tell us what that means but you know so i i mean i'm always trying to learn i'm always trying to figure out like if if i miss something you know i, I just always don't want to be the guy like so i'm probably not like the guy that's going to necessarily experiment on you hmm. i know teachers that i think do that and i think that's their style and and they probably go down rabbit holes with players where I wouldn't do that because I'm more worried I don't want to be the guy to mess somebody up. But, um, you know, I, I think why do I, I'm just always trying, I'm always just trying to get better. I want to get better. You know, I'm, you know, I'm extremely competitive. I mean, I hate losing the jingle bell. I hate, you know, uh, finishing second in anything. So I'm always trying to figure out how to get better and how to how to improve at my craft. I'm very prideful when it comes to the product I put out there and what I do and what it represents. I mean, I think that probably comes from my upbringing from Hank and from Wayne and Woody for sure. So, you know, I, I think you're always just trying to get better. You're always try I'm always trying to push myself. I want you know, I want to be one of the best at what I do. I've still got such a long way to go. Um but uh I mean, I think that's why I do it. I mean, I still got things I want to achieve. I mean, I know Hack and I talk sometimes about, you know, you get to this age stage of your career in your life. I'm only 52, but obviously you're winding, not winding down, but you're certainly not still shooting way up. But, uh, like, I still have a bunch of things I want to accomplish. I still want to see guys or girls win some things and, you know, win majors or, be, you know those types of things and you still want you know uh you know i look at the things that i'm most proud of like the guys that i've had play walker cups mm. were huge for me and very things i was very pr proud of how many guys have you had play walker cups andy robbie bobby three am i missing anybody that's it three walker cuppers all on four and six. I think Ben would have had a good chance if he, you know, was going to stay amateur. But, uh. Um, uh, but three, you know, so I've had a U.S. Am winner, a runner-up. You've know, had two Ams play at the Masters. Two Ams play at the Masters. Uh, you know, Bobby was. Uh, How many Ams did you take to the U.S. Open? Oh, a bunch. I mean, we've had a bunch, and we've had 
punch people. That, know, I mean, that's you know, fair, phenomenal. Fair, not a bunch, a decent number, right? I mean, ballpark eight. You know, no, no, I don't know. I mean, we've you know, and a couple of them turned pro when they got there. Sam sure, Love and Smiley and stuff like that. So yeah, Davis Riley, Davis Riley, Davis Riley was an AM. Yeah, he stayed in. I mean, he went to Alabama after that. Such a good guy, such a good player. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get him on my podcast soon. I love it. I'll have to buy and that's a beer. so. All right. When I was so I was freshly married. Right, we got married in the summer of '16. I'd worked for a guy previously, Adam Schreiber, phenomenal coach, legend, and, legend. And um, I've I, had him on tour. Yeah, coach, he's great. the regular one multiple times, and, and now, we teach pretty similar. And I think what we like. Agreed, which is I think is why I fit your model decently well starting off young. But you know, I was young and I didn't end that in a in a mature or professional way, uh, which I take full responsibility for. But I remember <clears throat> so Does that guy on TV not look like Shaheen Nakajami or whatever his name is? I, I mean don't look even at know. does that guy not he does. He does, actually. Okay. Sorry, we're watching something on CBS. Go yeah. Ahead. So I'll never forget, you know, I was newly married, and I knew that if I wanted to take golf instruction seriously, I was at, I, I had to do it now, right? Because mm-hmm. I'd worked for a top 100 guy, tour coach, and if I wanted to go down that road, it was kind of now or never. And so I had written, while I was working at an awesome club up in Michigan, Muskegon Country Club, mm-hmm. an old Donald old, Ross. Old, uh, as Coop would say, I mean – why does nobody ever talk about those new, new Donald, Donald Russes? Um, and, you know, I got to teach a bunch of lessons, but operations wasn't for me. So I knew that was smart. my time. And uh, so I had I wrote handwritten letters to, it was probably eight to ten coaches that I knew I would move for because my wife, who's phenomenal, born and raised in Michigan, right, like was never leaving. Right. And you were one of those guys. And that was the same spring that Smiley was in the final group of the Masters. Yeah. Yep. And I remember so vividly sitting in the shop behind the desk, watching it on TV on Sunday in a position that I didn't really want to be in. Smiley be another great 10-minute guest Mm -hmm. for you. And I, I was like, man, like, my opportunity is going out the window because, like, I see Smiley up there, and I know you're going to blow up from that. And I did more research, and I found out, like, you taught Robbie, you taught Bobby, you taught Zach Suker, and you taught Smiley Kaufman. Basically, four guys from one country club, essentially, that had made it to the PJ Tour. That is not a coincidence. And I was like, something's going on down there, and I don't care what the opportunity is. I want to take it so I can learn and figure out what the heck is going on because – it's good, right? Like the proof is in the pudding there. And I was so thankful to get that call. And it was a tough move, right? You got to give a shout out to Meg. She got the letter. Did she? Um, I swear, still in that little office in the back office at the Country Cup of Mobile. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, we were growing. We, we were super fortunate to have great talent and great players, right? And, uh, I owe a huge part, uh, an enormous part of my growth and my success as a teacher to Bobby Wyatt, right? I think we kind of grew up, not grew up in golf, but like 
my success in the early parts, obviously, you know, later is different, but was because of some of the stuff that he did. And like, he was a phenomenal player and, and he's still a great, great friend. Right. I yeah. still think of him like he's my own kid. Sent you uh, some videos today. Yeah. And, uh, his daughter doing daughter doing, <laughs> by the way, he has a pivot pack. And, uh, but anyway, so I think, uh, but like, I've been lucky, been lucky, had a bunch of great, I, I, you know, you going back to the right, radio show i did the radio show and i always looked at it as an opportunity to sit down with at that time it was three we had four segments but three segments were instructional three guests that were way further advanced than me and that i could learn something from and i could build relationships with right Mm. and i look at the people i had the chance over the time to you know obviously during there was a huge period of time where Hank had his own segment on the tee with Hank Johnson for whatever years. Uh, but you know, you had them, you know, you had the Jim McClain. Jim was always gracious with this time and came on a pretty fair amount, you know, uh, Chuck cook had made, you know, Tom Ness and you had all these great teachers and even, you know, Tom Patry back in the day. And, you know, I'm just trying to just, I'm randomly pulling stuff out of my ass here, but like, all the guests. I mean, you, you know, a lot of the great teachers in the game of golf. Uh, you know, Hank Haney came on once or twice. Uh, you know, we had some great players. Ben Crenshaw, who was my, you know, childhood idol, came on. And, and then, the, awesome. you know, a little bit of time I was around Tom Kite, he came on. And so we, you know, you know, it was just huge for me to learn. So, um, I, you know, one – I mean, hopefully you get something out of it, but it's going to be fun for the listeners. It's fun for me that through all of these years and what we've done, that we've created the opportunity to do just kind of like a spinoff like this and have some fun with it. So it's going to be fun. You're going to have a blast with it. And the biggest piece of advice I'd tell you is like, go get people that you may not even think you got anything in common with or that you would like, right? And see if you could find some common ground and see if you can, and just sit there and listen to them talk. You know, because yeah. there's been people I've asked to be on the show that going into the studio, I was like, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, and then you leave there and you're like, man, that guy's pretty good. Or that girl's pretty good. You know, yeah. it was different. So I th- you know, I, I've always kind of taken that approach. You've been around me. Like, I mean, obviously I'm critical of things and I can be sarcastic, whatever, but uh, I think I go into things with a fairly open mind, you know, uh, let people do their thing and not everybody's got to agree on it. And, you know, that's kind of always been my thing too like with this teaching and everybody gets into arguing and so forth we don't all have to agree on things and like nobody sometimes there's things that people aren't right or wrong they just have difference of opinions and different ways of doing things and i think we need to get back to that in golf like i get the science stuff but we don't i mean if people are getting better and you're doing a good job your shit's okay right yeah. doesn't matter how you measure it i think why measure when you can guess <laughs> heard that that jackson good luck with this we're gonna have some fun that's gonna be a riot hi this is tony ruggiero and look recently several teachers i know and several players have had some scares with skin cancer in fact i recently went and saw a dermatologist here in town and i had a couple things frozen off eyelid my face my earlobe and not getting any younger and i know i know it's getting to that time of the season where it's cooler but look 
being in the sun is a real deal. And I've not been very good, to be totally honest, my whole career at using it at all because I didn't like how greasy it was, how hard it was to get off your hands, how it clogged up my pores. And then I found this sunscreen, Visor Skin Care. It's clear. It goes on. It doesn't dry you out. It isn't greasy. It's like you didn't put anything on it. By far, it's the best sunscreen I've ever used. Without a doubt, it's the easiest to use. And we've got a discount code for all of you. All you have to do is go to VisorSkinCare.com. Is use our code word, DoSweeper. VisorSkinCare.com, code word, DoSweeper. I just want to remind everybody something that I forgot. Uh, recently, a couple weeks ago, my wife and I went out. We went to a wedding, and afterwards, with some friends, we were like, hey, where's a great place to go? I'll be honest. Like, in my travels and day-to-day, sometimes I get caught up, and I forget some of the great places right around the corner. But i got to remind you about the Ice Box Bar on 755 Monroe Street. I was blown away by just the whole vibe, the atmosphere, and with the Velvet Pig, the food in the back room, and the big screen TVs up front. We sat there and watched some playoff games. I was blown away by the atmosphere, the vibe, and just how cool it was to have the Icebox Bar right here near Dew Sweepers downtown, near where I live. You're looking for a great place to go sit, watch some games, hang out, play some pool. You got to go to the Icebox Bar right there on Monroe Street. There's a good chance you'll see all of us hanging out. Do yourself a favor. Go visit the Icebox. It's one of the best places out there. 